Taper podcast episode four. Four. Wow. Four. Four in um like two months. No, has it been two months? Yeah, we've been terrible. I don't think it has been that long. It's been that long. But this is the second one we've done this week. No. Well, we we did one last week. We did the one. This is like an actual how often it should be. We'll call this a bonus episode. No. Because I'm gonna. This could be up tomorrow, as early as tomorrow. This will not be up as early as tomorrow. And Good luck. Mark my words. This is like when you were like, oh, the moon's blue, and the moon never turned blue. Apparently, I heard it was. Yeah. Okay. In some parts of the United States. Don't do that. <laughs> Nobody wants that coming through any sort I of speaker. I heard it was. But okay. yeah. I, I didn't see I, it. No one at was pickleball there. last night, I, was, I, I didn't see it. Did not see it. There's like ice chunks in this. Oof. Is it bad? No, it's oh. good. It's just I've had that cup in the freezer for literally a year. So there's like little ice chunks coming off of mm. it. My little brother got it for me as a gift. Isn't that nice? He's looking for a girlfriend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> plugging plugging Connor Foss's uh, love life. I'm always trying to find him a girlfriend. I just think that'd be so fun. Yeah, any single ladies out there. Around the age of... I think he's 25. So 22. To 27. Okay, he wants to go older. No, that's a little bit too old. I don't know if <coughs> to he's 26. Older. 26, yeah. Send your resume in to Mac. Send it to me. Send it to me. He's tall. Um, he's 6'2. Plays hockey. Yeah. Finance bro. And. Except for not a finance bro. Oh. Because he's not. I don't think he's really bro. No, he's not. No. Plays anyway. golf. He does golf. Does your What's been new? Things. Why did What's you want to record new? this so quickly? Because I want to be doing this. No, and I agree. I just feel like there's things to talk about all the time. I have a lot of stances. Let's not go over those because we might have to edit some of those out. We just got back mm-hmm. from rollerblading. Mac is a... Uh, maybe we talked about this before. I'm part of Blade Nation. I don't know if we did. <laughs> did you say I'm not? Because that's not That's a thing. mean. I also... Asked Paul if he wanted to live with me today. Yeah. And why his did response you, was, do you want me to? Why did you gloss over the fact that we went rollerblading? I was going to talk about your skills. Okay. We can go back to that. That's fine. Is it a red flag you're glossing over living with me? I don't know. Maybe it is. glossed over rollerblading first. That's a former <laughs> passion of mine. I did very good. Yeah, you did. That was awesome. And this is the I segment can, of our podcast. I, I can see the ASMR. fear in your eyes when we're doing it. That I have fear, yeah, and it hurts my lower back. Yeah, it's actually it's a good hard. workout bending over a little bit, like yeah, constantly. I think if I had all like knee pads, elbow pads, butt pads, yeah, I'm not gonna show up in the streets like that though. Yeah, but if I did, I would but be phenomenal. People would love no. me. I'd have so many skills. Right now, all I'm allowed to wear is a helmet, which I think is bare minimum. Paul doesn't even wear a helmet. No, 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 no. If you want respect in the streets, you can't. <laughs> respect in the this streets. Uh, what are those places called? The roller rink. Honestly, I do very well there. People don't wear helmets. I would be everybody. But I wouldn't need to. I'm not afraid of falling on the roller rink. No. Just the uh, road. Yeah. It would hurt there a little bit if you're turning, taking a corner and you, you know, fall on your hip on your side, taking a corner sharp. 
Who's taking it to a circle? Who's taking a corner? In the, did you guys, growing up, we used to race around those things. Yeah, but it's still a circle. There's no corners you know in a I circle. You know what I mean. The, yeah. When, when no. you, no. When, the last turn? The turn? I don't know. When, what do you call it when you're running it's in a track? It's an oval. And you're taking a, a, like a turn. I don't say, oh, I'm taking a corner. You do. You say corner, right? No. There's no corners of a track. So, uh, so when they're saying they're coming around for the last like 200, what do you say? They're coming around the last 200. <laughs> okay, I'll say that at the roller skating rink. <laughs> He's coming around the last 200. <laughs> That's assuming that, oh that the circle God. is, you know, 400 meters. It's not. Probably it's like not. 50. But yeah, so you'd be like, oh, they're coming around the last 12, yeah. 25. I don't know what it would be. Something like that. Um, but yeah, we'll probably have to set up a roller skating party. One of our friends just did one for a birthday. I was kind of jealous. I miss... Uh, Paul didn't get invited. <laughs> Paul's like, yeah, it's one of our friends. Paul didn't get the I mean, invite. Not, I, but yeah, I, wouldn't, I wasn't expecting an invite by any means. But they're your friend. Yeah, but like, that would, you have friends, you know, friends that you're not super close with that. No, I would so if someone every, didn't invite me to their birthday party, I wouldn't be like, yeah, that's my every friend. Every single one of your friends, you would expect a birthday invite? Yeah. Okay, acquaintance. Okay, acquaintance, no. But you said Either friend. Way. And you said our friend. One of our friends. One of friends. our friends. I just say it casually. Is there like a meter it has to hit where it, boom, friends. They, you didn't get the invite to the birthday. It doesn't matter. They're not your okay. friend. <laughs> Paul gets really mad. Uh, no, you just got too specific. So it was like unnecessary, right? No, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, everybody, everybody listening would be like, mm, you got he didn't get specific. the invite to his friend's birthday. That's weird. I just said we had a friend who had a birthday party at a roller skating rink. That wasn't that crazy to say. But then you were like, whoa, 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 not your friend. Jeez. Chill. I just think no one needed to get that specific. It wasn't necessary. Yeah, because you would usually get invited to your friend's birthdays. I got invited to I had a friend who had his birthdays today. He's I would definitely consider him a friend. I'm sure I won't get an invite. He lives in Kalamazoo. Is he having a birthday? Probably a party at the bars like or something, going out, drinks. Yeah, but it's a little different. Oh. This is in your own town. I'm just it's saying. It's just getting too specific for Max Friends rules. I'm just saying. I would talk about something, but I can't talk about it on the podcast until probably our next episode. Why? Because. Okay, can't. why'd you say Why'd you say Why'd that? Because I really want to. I don't understand. <laughs> I Do I even know what you're talking about? There's a surprise, but we can't talk about it until next weekend. What? After the holiday weekend. Do I know about this? Yeah, there's the drop, you know? Mm. I like confusing Paul. I don't know what you're talking about. I know. Paul has the worst memory, too, so it's like, unless I'm very specific, you don't pick up on anything. Just mm. Short-term memory is not great. Is it about your new run club? Mm. Oh, I, yeah, I started a new run club. No, that's not a secret. Everybody can join. Society Run Club on Instagram. Yeah. There's a team. Out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yep. Big, big city. Huge city. One of the major cities, I would city. argue. How many people? <laughs> I would say the population is probably like 300,000. Mm-hmm. You think? You could Google it. Yeah. Let's I guess see. I don't know, but. But. It's, it's cool. I. So I visited Denver, Colorado. Obviously, we went to Colorado. We talked about that last time. Um, and they had this run club there called Good Boy Denver. 200,000. Okay, 200,000. Here it goes. Um, it's called 
Good Boy Denver and Good Boys. Good Boys. Basically, they have a community run club that meets every Monday for like a shakeout. But then on top of that, they have a community team and then a nationally competitive team as well. And so that's kind of my idea. I love the running community here in Grand Rapids. I think there's so many great clubs. But I am missing that team aspect, I guess, like how it was. I, I cheered back in college. I A lot of people played sports, obviously, through high school, things like yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. The plebs who didn't do college athletics. No, I'm just kidding. What's a pleb? I don't know. Okay, continue. I think it's like a peasant. I've never heard that. You've never uh, heard of a maybe pleb? Maybe I have, but I, I, I yes, never did that. The peasants. Anyway, the peasants. Um, anyway, what I was saying is I've been hosting these track days, which for me was just like a way. I really like to see people coming together over like bonding in the sense of hard work. You've I been guess. doing them and once so, a month. Yep, once a month I've been getting together people. Last time we had about 40-something. Mm-hmm. Uh, people come out, and we do a track workout. It's hard. You know, people are kind of breaking down these barriers that they've set for themselves of how fast they think they can run and the work that they can do. And I really like that, and I wanted to kind of turn it into something where I see people racing, and we have race kits and, you know, other perks to being on this team. Do we? Is that yeah. the dr- announcement that I don't know about? Oh. No, you knew there was perks to be on the team. Yeah, but I haven't seen any race kits. Okay, I'm working uh, okay, on the race okay. kits. Working with um, uh, a brand? I would like to. Okay, keep it on the down low. Hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping to work with a brand to get mm-hmm. some race kits with our logos on them, yeah. and then the team would be out there racing, as well as, obviously, I'm being coached currently for my running. That coach, <laughs> his name is Bryce Bradley, fully coaching. He has offered his services for the team to basically create like simple training plans on top of that. Obviously, you can work with him for a cost or another running coach as well around the area. But yeah, so you can apply on our Instagram, my Instagram, as well as the Society Track Club Instagram. We will carefully go through the candidates. Yep. And um, and timing wise, obviously, with if we get brand deals and things like that, obviously, if they're not willing to give a certain amount of number items. If you don't, if then, you don't get approved, you know. don't take it personally. <laughs> if you don't get approved, that makes it sound Just so work elite. a it's little really harder. Elite. Honestly, and there's no like, um, for the community run <laughs> club, there's no paces that are required. required or anything like that. But obviously hard work is required. Um, we're looking more at people who they are as people rather than pacing and um, skill level, I guess, for the community. Yeah, what'd you put on there? Like you have to complete or sign up for two races? <laughs> yep, you have to do... Um, so, Good Boy Denver, they do... The Good Boys, um, you have to do at least 10K or higher in your two races. Mm, I just left it as, like, you have to race twice. I also added that for GR, I'd like, obviously, community involvement for the team. So, that gets our name out there. Obviously, it looks good. And also, obvi- we want to give back to the community. So you have to volunteer for at least one local race, whether that be setting up, tearing down, cheer stations, aid stations, um, any of that kind of stuff. You have to do that. And then when we get racing kits, we'd love to see you racing in your kit. And I mean, obviously, if you're repped by a different brand and you can't get our logo on there, totally fine. Not going to be like, oh, you want to be sponsored by Saucony? Sorry. 
got to be, you know, wearing our stuff. So if they're already sponsored by Saucony and they're coming to us, they have problems. <laughs> maybe they just want to be part of a local running they club. And also, maybe we're going to get really big. Yeah. Who knows? Get on early, people. Stop delaying. Um, What's holding you back? Paul's actually a therapist now. Crazy about that. I'm pretty good at volunteering. I did, <laughs> I think I did one race last year. This, well, this year, the She Runs Half Marathon. He did the She Runs. I was really you good. only did that because I made I was really good at holding, holding out the water because <laughs> like really at, the la- at a half marathon, and of course, we're going to talk about running like we never wanted to. At the half marathon last weekend, the kids were giving me full cups of water like I was going to sit down and eat at their restaurant. <laughs> and it's like, bro, I can't drink all this. Somebody needs to teach people like quarter cup or like half full, not even half full, I wouldn't say. No, for an aid station. Especially at like a short, short race. So what you're saying is you are very qualified in filling up water cups. I might have to put out like a instruction manual on Instagram. Like a real. Yeah. You also took bath. Okay, so the downside, the the upside of Paul being at an aid station and volunteering is that he can fill the water cups appropriately. Yeah. The downside of having Paul at your aid station is that he will take up the porta potty yeah. from the runners. Using there was every like five two minutes. of them though when we were there, right? Yeah, and I you were sure, occupying sure one at all times. And nobody was in there. Mm-hmm. Is it so? Yeah, I think so. Nobody knocked. No, none of the races knocked on the. No one's gonna knock. Door. It shows up colors oh, on the true, outside. Yeah. No one's knocking. People are just like, up. Oh, Paul's in there again. Well, I'm out there working hard. <laughs> working hard, harder than the female runners. Yeah, more to come on that club. It should be fun. Mm-hmm. To get that set up over. Maybe the we'll have drama. Just no, kidding. I, I want no drama, but. I wrote in there in the when I um, approved some people's applications today, like we will not tolerate toxicity, and if you have it, I will be kicking you off the squad. Don't want that kind and of mentality. Don't you know? You're sometimes you can be toxic, right? Mm, Talking when? s about people. Talking s. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody yeah, does do. talk a little bit they of crap do. about it's people. Hard. It's hard. It's easy to criticize. Mm-hmm. Um, and not look inward. <laughs> We should start doing not look inward. I think Buddhism says don't criticize and um, take no offense. Those are two big principles. Could be a different religion. You, you take offense. I don't think and I do. You criticize a lot. Too. I don't think I, I need to work on the criticism, but I, I'm pretty good at not yeah. taking offense. Not true. Just like in general, like if you were to say something poor about me, like you get sad. Sad as me if I say something poor about you. I think it's different. Yeah, sure. You get sure. sad. Oh. I guess it it just depends. I can get sad. That doesn't mean I'm taking offense. Like, oh. Well, if you're not taking offense, why would it affect your mood? Uh, f- for a brief period of time? Yeah. Like sad? Taking Suck offense, I feel like, is like, oh, I'm going to put up a defensive wall. I'm going to argue with you now and say, like, yeah, I don't But that's agree. not everybody's defense mechanism. Mm. Some people just, like, shut down. Yeah. People have said very poor things about me before, and I just don't care. What poor things have people know. said about like, you? You know, he's not that good. At what? Anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> Man. Uh, I don't know. But there are d- there people who definitely have said some shit things behind my back. You know, I had, you know some people. I know some people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, you know one person in specific. <laughs> I do. I um. It's funny. I remember as a kid, I heard my uncle talking crap about me, and it altered the way that I grew up. 
I think you told me this before. What did he say? Yeah. Oh, he said you were like um, a rich kid? Yeah, I was staying at his house. I mean, I was young. I, I don't... I had to be like sixth grade, yeah. maybe. My little brother was super young. My parents went to Hawaii, of course, for an anniversary, for a wedding anniversary. And I was staying with my aunt and uncle. And I was in the kitchen or something. And he was with his parents. So it would have been my cousin's other grandparents. And he was like, yeah, you know, they get everything they want. And they don't have to work for anything. Kind of just like complaining. And I don't know, it could have been a bad moment. I don't know. Maybe we did something that seemed conceited. I felt like as kids, my brother and I were pretty well-mannered. When it came to like helping out, working hard for things. But after that, I had a really hard time and I still do like taking things from my parents, like handouts, like any sort of money. I, you know, I got a job really young and worked all through college, all through high school, really. And then I set myself up really well in college um, to have a job before I even graduated because I just like never wanted to take a handout from my parents after that. But it really affects you what people say sometimes. So you should be careful about being mean. Yeah, it's I would. It's hard saying poor things about people or criticizing people. I definitely think should be avoided in front of children, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, that can, especially if it's about them, yeah. their parents, or mm-hmm. I mean, even yourself. Like as a kid, like yeah. hearing your parents say mean things about themselves or each other, it's like oh yeah, yeah, that's a big one. You know, because then you're looking at yourself. You're like, well, if they think that about themselves, and I have to be. You know, worse. Yeah, if yeah. one parent one says parent enough says about another, another, like, just terrible things, you might believe it eventually. So, yeah, you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, regurgitate it, too, and that's not good either because it can lack respect for the other parent. I never overheard anybody saying that, um, you know, I get handouts when I was growing up. We well, had a rough ass. childhood. <laughs> no. A rough childhood. It wasn't that bad. We did go from, like, in California, feel somewhat poor. It seemed like to kind of middle class eventually down the road. I would say right, at, like right in the middle. Yeah, and maybe that's just because it's going from California to Michigan, and yeah, obviously income. you get more bang for your buck yeah. kind of thing. I was actually talking to Andrew. Andrew's one of our <laughs> friends um, today on our walk, and I was saying um, I actually really respect the mindset you have in the sense of like you've been through a lot in your life and really hard things. And because of that, I think your mentality a lot of the times is like, this isn't hard because I know what hard is. Like the petty things shouldn't matter. Like petty fights, um, petty issues that I've noticed and we've noticed. I think a lot of other people have noticed about other individuals in the community, things they're doing and, just like little tiny things that people are really wrapped up in. I think you do a good job of being like, this is so minuscule in the scheme of things because you've been through such hard things in your life. And yeah, those are, um, those hard things in life. Like when you're growing up trauma, that's not, um, voluntary, but I think it's important to, uh, and I hate giving out lessons or anything like that because that's just not what I want this to be. But, I think it's important to put yourself in hard situations so that when some bullshit comes up, like about other people, it doesn't feel like anything. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's why personally I like running. I mean, I'll say like, I, I've been lucky, lucky enough in my life that I haven't been through that many hard things. And I think comparatively to other people, which I know you shouldn't do, definitely think that it could have been harder, but 
that being said, I um, running that ultra, I remember thinking like, dude, if I can do this, like this is this is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man. running an ultra puts you in that really weird mindset of like, this is hard. Like, I can get through a marathon, or you know, like I can get over a fight with someone, or you know, mm-hmm. just like the, I don't know, it's a different mindset. Yeah, you have to. I think it's a, I mean, you have to. I, again, I need to stop talking advice. It's important to raise the bar of difficulty for yourself. Like, okay, it used mm-hmm. to be here, or it's here, and I did something. Now it's here. Now it's here. Yeah, you know, I. Yeah. Run it. That always kind of worried me with you, though, because I feel like you are addicted to that. Yeah, but for some people, it might be, you know, they never ran three miles. It's it's here. Then they did. And then and it's five. It's just, you know. Do. Yeah, but for someone who's like you've run across the state, yeah. that's a really hard thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like where does that stop? At what point have you reached your max in terms of like. Yes, you shouldn't. You shouldn't reach your max, right? Yeah. It's important to... I guess, but like, does it look different for you now? Like you've run, I don't know, that was like 190 miles, right? Like, Uh, does it look different now? Like, are you going to be like, oh, now I want to run 300 miles, you know, or, you know, even more and more and more and more, or is it look different where it's like, now you've changed and I know now you're focusing, again, we're going back to running, but you're focusing on now qualifying for Boston in the Boston Marathon. That's a really fast marathon time. Um, and getting your marathon time down, is that kind of like what you shift to then? Because I know for me, it's always been, that's been in the back of my head of a concern with dating you is like, <laughs> well, don't get sad. Um, is the fact that it's like, is this guy going to constantly be doing these things, which sometimes puts you in risky situations or like a strain on your body, obviously. And like your last adventure yeah. that you were maybe thinking about doing or wasn't necessarily happy about. That was always a concern for Why me. Why weren't you happy with it? Because I, can I say what the thing was? Oh, you're talking about riding the bike? Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about uh, just running across the state. Were you upset no, no, with no. that? No, oh, okay. obviously not. Like you were running across. I mean, I obviously was worried about you. Like I checked in, I was tracking you on Find My Friends. Yeah, Freak, I mean, I think... Uh, my, my like meter of difficulty or scary is a little bit different than like than anybody else. Like to me, the scarier things would be like free solo, soloing, jumping out of an airplane. Bungee jumping is never going to happen for me because I've, I've had a friend break their neck doing it. Um, or somebody I know, I don't want to say friend too loosely around you. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, with running, I think it it will get pushed probably, you know, with dis maybe with distance, but probably you know definitely with uh, speed. Hopefully, get faster. And yeah, I don't know. There are two hundred mile races out there, so maybe in True. a couple of years down the road. But I mean, I'd like to see you do a training block of what. I've just never seen you be able to like stick to a legit planning well, training. What did block. I do from February to June? Yeah, mm. you're just saying because I didn't have a coach, it doesn't count. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's, that's messed why. up. There's a I lot know, sorry, that is messed I'm up sorry, because there's a lot of people that don't have yeah. coaches. I know you have. You I do have an elitist you, like little. I do not have an elitist. I <laughs> I don't. I think it's. I careful. feel like it was very loose with you. It was like maybe today I'll run. It wasn't. It was more just like a de- uh, adjusting. Like oh, I have a commitment for work or uh, for people, so I got to shorten it to four and add three to the next day or something like that. Yeah. 
I also feel like a lot of that too, you were stuck at a really high heart rate, so you didn't do a lot of speed and stuff. And maybe that's where I'm getting that from. Because I don't necessarily think you need a coach. I don't know. No, I, mean, I, I don't think you do. And there are some coaches out there that are scam artists. So Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I think it's it's important. It, it, it is it it is good to have a solid coach that you trust that is reputable. Obviously, if you want one and you yeah. have plans, but I think like legit, some people just can't afford it. Like, imagine like a nineteen year old, or sorry, like a twenty three year old out of college getting their first job. They they can they're not going to spend two hundred and thirty dollars a month on a coach. You yeah, I mean? yeah. But mm-hmm, I totally agree. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people you can find cheaper than that, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully. But yeah, I don't think you need a coach. I think for I think it was just hard maybe at that time because I felt like you were focused so much on your heart rate getting down after running across the state that. Yeah, my body was messed up. So I had to I'd have a bit of a reset, which is why I didn't want you to bike across the United States. Yeah, that was another one. I think it'll happen one day. Mm, I do want to bike across that. the U.S. It's not, to me, that's, I mean, I don't even, I don't remember what the days were, but it wasn't that long. Maybe. It was like 40 days. No, was it? Yeah, it was like 40 something Maybe days. Maybe I'll just get better at riding a bike and then I'll just do it in like 10. You can't. Maybe. That's not sustainable. I think I looked up the record. It was like seven or something, but like nonstop, okay. like a yeah. race or something. I don't know. Mm. At the time of when you were going to do it. We were new, and I also just was in a position where I had left a marriage and, like, got out of marriage probably, like, months before that, and I was not in a position where I wanted to date someone who was going to be gone and try to build a relationship off of that, I guess. So you need more time, and then I can do it. I don't know. I mean, it'd be different, right? Like, if we were, like two years down the road and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to take off for 30 days. It's like, okay, you have a solid foundation uh-huh. of a relationship. I mean, I knew we were friends prior to dating, but like we were recent. I don't even know if we were officially t- like dating like girlfriend, boyfriend at the time. Maybe we yeah, were. we were, but it was very recent. It, um, it was in the summer. We were definitely dating. This summer? Yeah. 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 We started dating yeah. in February. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, like, February, March, April, May, June, July. Okay, so, like, four or five months. Like, to me, that's just, I don't know, like, it's different. It's different, I guess. Like, years down the road when it's, like, you're so, you have a stable foundation, it's, like, I don't know. I get it. I felt a little more sure of it just because it wasn't going to affect my feelings towards you. Yeah. You did not, so I did not, um, did not commit any resources to that. I just... I didn't want to promise you that I would have the same feelings when you got back. And it's not because, I don't know, I, I just didn't want to commit to that because, again, I think getting out of a marriage where, like, for the last year of that marriage, I felt very distant and alone and sad. I didn't want to have that feeling so new into a relationship. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to continue in a relationship feeling that because my initial reaction to that is like I got to get out I don't want I don't want a repeat of like what my year like first year of marriage and last year of marriage felt mm-hmm. like with this person that I'm now trying to date mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense yeah that's where I was at it wasn't like anything against you or like and I know we talked a lot about you were like oh you just want to date other guys did I say that yeah you were like why like you need a boyfriend 
No. Or like if you're not with me, you need to be dating other people. It's kind of how you were like putting it. No, I just felt like um no, 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 no. I just It was something. I, like I was that. just confused cuz to me it was like in my brain like no issue. Like, oh, I was yeah. not going to affect how I feel about I can I was in my head easily or sorry, I was able to easily separate the task from the relationship. Yeah. And like separate those like and in my head, it was like, I'm, I was also, and I still am kind of rebuilding my life after getting out of a marriage. And I felt like you weren't going to be a part of that rebuild and a lot would happen and I wouldn't be able to process it outside of my relationship with you. Mm. If that makes sense. Like I would just have to keep moving on. Like at that point I was, I mean, still picking up the pieces of like the life I had left behind and trying to like move forward and it was still like a pretty i mean i at that point i was still having people reaching out to me saying they didn't want to be my friend because i got a divorce yeah so it's like i was just trying to move on it like as quickly as possible like collect my things basically and like leave that old life behind and yeah going through i was afraid you weren't going to be there i guess yeah again it was it was going to be no issue for me but it is what it is paul was like whatever yeah i just wanted to do that because at the time I, you had just I just got like job. let go from my job and it was like oh shoot summer's here this is like a perfect opportunity when is this going to come up again I, I still don't know the answer to that but it is what it True. is didn't work out it's all good no. are you going to resent me for no. it later I'll just get better at sure? riding bikes first I kind of wanted to do it like untrained a little bit and yeah. just throw my body at it but I mean you can still do that nah wait trying to do some running things first i mean yeah i'm not saying we take off tomorrow mm-hmm. i'm still not i'm still not sold on the yeah. idea of you leaving for 40 days just pretend i'm back in nam okay i also dated a military guy and i told him i don't want to be a military wife for the same reason where was he active he was reserves. in the reserves but he applied to be an officer active and what happened um we broke oh, up that's why you broke up no. Oh, I mean, he, for him, he says that's why he broke up. It's because I wasn't going to support that dream of his. Well, it's, he was the alcoholic guy. Yeah, yeah he wasn't. But um, six years later, he is now a police officer. It's scary. And do you know that they call you? What do you mean? They call your exes. Mm. Like I got a phone call after we broke up and got like, I swear, interrogated by the police academy. Yeah, that's good. That he was going into. They were like has he ever done something illegal? Would you ever get back together with him? Cause they wanted to make sure like what state you're in after your relationship or during your relationship with that person to kind of read your answers. And they're like, if you're lying about anything or leaving anything out, we're going to find out. I was like, bro, I'm just working my nine to five yeah. at corporate. I, I think they must do that at a, all levels of law enforcement or something. We had a neighbor growing up that worked for the FBI or something, CIA. I don't know. And they asked us questions about it. like he was like as kids no they were i think it was my parents but they were Mm. um interrogating them about him and we didn't even know i was like we don't know him um i know it's not crazy i I had did you lie or did you i lied i know i felt so bad my mom was so mad she's like you shouldn't have lied to them because he was at the time it was like abusive to you wasn't he he wasn't great one time he told me i look like an all switch okay not um concentration camp i can't pronounce it Jeez. 
You know what I'm saying, though? I can't, I, I can't <laughs> pronounce it. You're Is saying like the funny? Jewish Holocaust concentration Yeah, he said I looked cons. like I was one of them. What? Cause like Is that not during, horribly inappropriate? Like eating disorder or something? Yeah. Why well, can't I think yeah. of the name? Auschwitz? Auschwitz. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I just, the I can't pronounce it. it had me Auschwitz. thinking about Auschwitz. how to say it. I know. Auschwitz. Auschwitz. I'm not going to try. It's German. It's actually embarrassing. You're really, really bad at accents, impressions, like dialects. Remember, what was I trying to get you to say? Spanish stuff. No, it was not Spanish stuff. Little Rico. Paul has this character and he thinks he can speak Spanish, but he can't. It's like Spanglish. And then you're like, that's Spanish. Don't you know Spanish? Because I took some years of Spanish. It's not. It's let me not hear, Spanish. Let me hear a phrase or a sentence. Not like que pasa. What's up? <laughs> Donde esta mi gato? Donde esta mi gato? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. How yeah. are you, my friend? How are you? Okay. Donde esta? Donde esta? Is that how are you? What's no. up? Donde esta? I don't know what that, what does that mean? Donde esta mi gato? What is it? I'm not Me saying it with the right inflection. Donde esta mi gato? That sounds Italian. I know I, that did come out Italian, but like I'm trying to say with like inflection of like, where's my cat? That's what it means? Oh. Yeah. Gato. <laughs> that makes sense. I've heard gato as a cat. Donde esta el baño? That's a bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew yeah. that. I used to be um, better. I can pick it up like still when I hear people talking, I can pick up things they're saying because I can understand keywords, yeah. but I'm not good with conjugates and stuff That's like right. that. That's pretty impressive. Thanks. During uh, the pandemic, I did use that app Duolingo to try and learn French. You? I thought you could. Well, like to to like get more proficient, and fluent. But you sound good. But I, it's, I don't know any of it. Say something. Mm, Say something nice about me in French. Um, tu es magnifique. What is that? Did you say I'm magnificent? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, thanks. <laughs> Swoon. Or maybe that means beautiful, too. I can't remember. I think it could be either. I mean, I did watch Emily in Paris. So. They actually spoke a That's lot of French in that, which I kind of liked. They did. I, see, it's a good show. It's not that good. <laughs> I like. I mean, it's it. corny. I know, I it's like corny shows. I love corny shows. It's funny because you watch, uh, or I see a lot of TikToks about Paris, and it's just gross. Like the city's just gross, really? just disgusting. But obviously, Emily, Emily in Paris cleans it up in their scenes. But other than Iceland, where have you been? Nowhere. Uh, in Europe, just nowhere. Well, just in general. Oh, other than you can't. I'm, I'm not like. Then okay, no. I was saying not like the Caribbean. Dominican, Uh-oh. Mexico. Uh oh, Frodo's here. Did you lock her? At least once per episode, she's. She's got me. I don't know what it is. She needs attention. It's like she sees us in here. She's like, oh. She needs attention. You've, so you've only been to the Caribbean and mm-hmm. Iceland. Okay. Definitely. Um, oh, she's so annoying. Hopefully more to come on in Europe. I want to go to, yeah. Europe, maybe Africa. Asia. See, I, you want to go to Africa? I would go. Oh, I would want to go Morocco. to Asia. Okay. I want to go to Thailand for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to, I would see. I would love to go like somewhere like India. Yeah, yeah. I would go there too because I could eat everything there. Yes, I would love to go to a wedding, like a traditional wedding in India. I think it's beautiful, and it's like a whole. It's like a multi-day celebration. Go just for the food. Yeah, Yeah. and just for the clothes. Honestly, Mm, sorry. Beautiful, so beautiful. She's so annoying. 
I love cats, but they're oh, so. She's nice. getting in the litter. The, our setup, <laughs> this setup here is so nice. Honestly, it's tragic. Li- it's, a, it's luxurious. Right below my left hand here, there's a litter box filled with urine and feces. I just Did cleaned you? it. Yeah. Clean? You know what's great is that there's when some turds in there. Ew. When and if I get pregnant at any point, my husband will have to clean the litter box because did you know? I don't know how. How to scoop a litter box. I just box. don't know the procedure. I would write you instructions. But anyway, pregnant women cannot scoop litter boxes because apparently there's a toxin. Oh, really? Either in the cat poop or the litter. I don't it know can't which be one. good. Just in general to be around that then. We're breathing it in, baby. Is there like, do they make like pads they can go on instead? I mean, I like guess yeah, you could litter like fake grass or something. Yeah, I mean, you could train. You can train a cat to do anything. I think cats are so good at bathrooms, and I'm not sure if it's the litter or it's the box. Mm. But I feel like it's if I put the grass litter. there, they maybe they would. I could like put litter in the grass and they'd start moving. Probably, yeah. but that'd be kind of gross. Cat pee smells so, so bad. bad. It, we used to have one Disgusting. growing up. It would pee on um, our couch. Couch was ruined forever. Yeah. They get the, was it a boy cat? Oh uh, no, it was a girl. Really? Because yeah. guy cats are weird about like their scent, and as they grow up, they get really weird and they pee everywhere. I got, so that's why I've I got so used women. to it that I like it was part of Ew. like <laughs> growing disgusting. up. Like this is what things smell like urine. Why does it feel like that goes along with you saying you were poor? <laughs> Wait, this was in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. And we had a cat that urinated on everything. I did um, meet one of Paul's. Well, I've met her before. One of Paul's um, family friends um, growing up, one of his childhood friends, oh, yeah, yeah. Ronnie. I met her before, I met her before at um, when we were at the compound in Tennessee. But we, she lives out in Colorado, so we visited her. And she's been giving me help on how to break up with my therapist. Oh, yeah. Didn't we talk about? Yeah. And I need to admit to you, I did not break up with my therapist. Didn't you email her? I emailed her until I was sick. Oh. <laughs> I can't. And then she emailed back. She's like, "Am I gonna see you? Um, whatever the date is in like two weeks." You could you and could go like, to one last appointment and tell her in person because you've been going for four or five years. I know the thing is, I wish it could help me because I think I could make a lot of progress in therapy. Maybe you could. Whatever you progress so? you think you need to make, but <laughs> it may be <laughs> someone else that needs to help you break through. Yeah. I know. Yeah. My mom's been saying that for Betterhelp. years. Betterhelp.com. No, we're no, no. We get that sponsor. <laughs> That's everyone's sponsor. Yeah, I better help. Um, really? I've heard bad things. I like to go in person, but either way, I just feel bad about breaking up with her. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> the cat just sprinted. That's okay. a first. Maybe we end it there. No, just oh, okay. throw that there. We have a little bit of time right. left. Throw it up. People oh, love it. She's, she's gone. gone now. She's on the counter. She's being no. Angry. Anyway. Oh, oh she could have just taken everything She's out. She's doing the some camera. parkour over there. I don't know why she thinks it's okay to get on the counter. Yeah. And the thing is, if I ran up to her now, she'd Next know she Next time, wrong. we're shutting them out. I said to lock her in the now closet. Now she's eating fruit or onions or something over there. <laughs> she's licking she's the bananas. Degenerate ass cat. Um, anyway, I need to break up with my therapist. Yeah. Every day or every time not I'm Not because there, she's bad. No, no, no. She's not bad at all. It's just... I'm not utilizing her correctly. I go in there. She's literally eating the bag of potatoes. Um, every time I go in there, she's like, hi, how are you? And I just say, I'm good. How are you? And then we walk to the room. I sit down on the couch. She's sitting in her little chair. And back when I was like in the midst of my eating disorder, she would like do these fun games with me where she'd make me eat like my fear foods and then like ask me how I felt. Blueberries. 
No, those are not a fear of food. I just don't like them. They were like Starburst or whatever oh. because I had certain rules around things. And but now it's like she's she just like sits there and she's like, so and what's new? And I'm like, well, so here's the update. And I'm like, we are doing this. Paul and I are at this point in our relationship. Like it's like a fill in the blank of like, here's everything that's happening in my life. And that's then that by the time I'm done updating her on the last two weeks of my life, she's like, all right, well. Sounds good. That's it. Like, bye. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, sometimes I complain sure, sure, about sure. like people or things in my life, but it's not like she's like, look, like you oh, the tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, like, let's say I'm like, oh, Paul's so annoying, and like sometimes I feel like I just hate him or whatever. You need somebody to give you different tools. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, um, for instance. There's people that I've had conflict with that for some reason still get to me at times, the things they've said in the past. And it's like, give me, what is going on? It's like, give me tools to overcome that Mm -hmm. or like block that out of my head. Don't just like listen to me complain about it and then, you know, ask me, okay, like, how does that make you feel? How does that feel? Yeah, 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 kind of thing. I need like, what was that um, show we watched, the Netflix doc? Uh, Stuts. Stuts. I need that kind of therapy. Yeah. Yeah, you sense. just need to, someone to give you different tools, move forward, yeah. work through so problems. I don't really want to. I don't want to try another therapist because this one knows a lot about me. Yeah, or just don't. I want to rehash yeah, things. Give it time. Don't try a different therapist right away. Right? Yeah, you want to be my therapist yeah. or my therapist, my therapist. No. Why? I told you I don't like giving advice. I don't. Therapists aren't supposed to give advice. I think. I mean, kind of, or tools. just like even life suggestions. That is true. Yeah. I don't like to yeah. be advicey or a know-it-all. Those people give me the ick. Give you yeah. the ick. Like what gives you the ick? If you're on a first date, what are three things that three. give you an ick about a woman? Yeah, I always pick arbitrary numbers, but three is yeah. Like maybe I only think of two. Um, That'll bother me. They don't ask questions, so they only talk about themselves for the most part. That okay. would be a big one. There's okay. like a lack of awareness there. Mm-hmm. Um, two. Mm, I guess, I mean, honestly, if even if we go to a bar and I don't know, I, I know I don't drink, but probably if they drink too much and it's like not the... Like get drunk yeah. or like, okay, so it's not about the cons- amount they're consuming, it's about like whether or not they're getting yeah, intoxicated. Yeah, it's like... But what if they get a little tipsy off of like one glass of okay, wine, I mean, you that, know what I mean? That could happen, sure. Because I probably would if I had wine. Yeah, so would I at this point. But um, if it's just not the vibe... Like, if we're out mm-hmm. on a Tuesday night and, you know, we have work or school in the morning, school. you never know. You're 34. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you should not. You know, a school you know. night and you're getting lit could okay. be a red flag. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been there, though. What about you? A couple of red flags or icks. Um, I hate. Oh, she spilled my beer. Did she? I hate when a guy makes any sort of comment about the bill hmm? like let's say i hate the old like oh, oh i forgot my wallet oh. but it's like they were and they're like just like kidding or like yeah or they open up the bill and they're like oh or like make any sort of commentary about the bill being a lot Weird. that i've dated so many men who make comments about bills oh. so many men where it's like oh this is a lot or it's like oh wow this your drink was x amount or like mm-hmm. oh like Something like that. And it's like, I mean, it's different when you're into a relationship yeah. maybe and you're like have doing accounts and you're talking about how much it costs or whatever. But like 
on the first or second date or even like the third or fourth or you're a couple months in, I don't want you to complain about how much we spent at dinner because chances are, we're at least for me, I've never been like a big going out to eat kind of gal. You don't eat that much, so it's like, it's yeah, like you're not going to get the most expensive meal. Yeah, and it's like, also if I did, like, so what? Yeah. Like, if you take a girl on a date, like, you kind of, like, have enough money to take a girl on a date. Hopefully they're respectful enough not to order, like, the most expensive sure. thing on the menu, but, like, be well-intentioned or, you know, like, because at that point in my head, I'm thinking, screw you. I'd rather just pay for myself so I can get what I want. Get out of here. Yeah. So that's a big one. Um, yeah, we had a friend that said oof. she went on a date and the guy Venmo requested her or something. Didn't ask her to Venmo him. <laughs> I'm like, no. I was like, I hope you didn't. She's like, I didn't, but I'm going to. I was like, don't. Oh, she was gonna? Oh, yeah. No. Like, no, I'm so sorry. I mean, okay. Him. We are in a modern world where like women can pay for themselves sure. and it shouldn't be expected that the male is going to pick up the bill. Um, but it's very passive. You don't just say that like two hours after you leave. Like, hey, I need. I need yeah. Thir- or on the walk home or like, I don't know. Either way, it's just like I still really think it's a respect thing of like whoever asks the other one on the date. Like if a guy is like, do you want to go to dinner? I'm expecting him to pick up the mm-hmm. bill. Mm-hmm. If I was like, hey, do you want to go see a movie? Like I brought you to a play. I wasn't like, mm. Those are, that was free. I know, but I think I, didn't I have gift cards to dinner too? And I paid oh, for the I extra that we went over. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I asked you on that yeah, date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I took him to a play and we went to a nice dinner before and the gift card didn't cover it all. So I paid for the rest mm-hmm. because, I because I asked you on that date. Thank you. You're welcome. It was the best day ever for you. You did buy the Skittles at the uh, theater, though. This is the best part of the play. What was your second ick? Um, second ick. Let's see. Oh, you actually have this ick, but for some reason you don't bother me. What? You make a lot of mouth noises. Stop. <laughs> no, just like you know what it is. Like you. You know. You know what it is. And I've always, I, this is one of the things I told my therapist when we first started seeing each other. Is I was like, I don't like, he makes a lot of mouth noises. I don't know what that means. Like, Breathing. everyone knows what that means. Like, <laughs> and like clearing your throat and your nose and burping and like. I wouldn't do that at a restaurant. I wouldn't burp and. I know, but I was afraid oh. when I first started going on dates with you because I was like, he makes a lot of mouth noises outside of that. Oh, man. Yeah. It's not rockets. That's not, in a restaurant? <laughs> Honestly, no. on the way to the restaurant, I can see you doing Probably it. if it's cold. See, gross. That to me just like grosses me out. Gives me the ick. But for some reason, I keep dating you, and I don't know why it hasn't given me like the complete ick. That's good. But it does bother me. Sorry, I'll, I'll work about on you. it. You won't. It's just who you are, which is fine. I've accepted it, and it doesn't, that's what I'm saying is like, I know I really love you because it doesn't bother me that much. Mm. Like it would if it weren't yeah, you. Really nice. Like the winter months mess me up. And they make uh, my nose will be running just being outside without doing anything. It does it, it in the summer. It kind of a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but everybody's yeah, got it their icks. It doesn't bother me on you. My icks that are icks don't bother me when they're you. Mm, that's good. Because I actually like you. And my icks, I don't even remember what they were, but. I don't, you don't do those. I ask you questions. Yeah, yeah, you I you ask you questions. so many questions, you yeah, get annoyed. Yeah, stop asking questions. <laughs> well, we're at what, 47? Should we call it? Dinner's almost ready. Yeah, we're making unstuffed peppers, and it's about to be ready. Um, All right. See you guys next well, time, hopefully. See you next time. Continually. Conti- continually. Okay, we're
Okay, we're not dragging on this ending. Peace. We're we're just gonna say peace. Later. <laughs> Bye.